listen. Hello, all you positive heads out there. Thanks for tuning your beautiful brainwaves into another episode of the Positive Head Podcast, which I'm excited to say we are now airing five days a week. Once a week, you can still hear an interview with a different consciousness change maker that is out there working tirelessly to help catalyze change and expand awareness across Spaceship Earth. But now, also in addition to the weekly interview, on the other four weekdays, you can tune in to myself and my co-host Dalian, given interpretations of our favorite thought-provoking quotes, sharing a bit of inspiring or mysterious news, taking questions from the audience, and digging into any other mind-expansive topics we deem worthy of discussion. And if you enjoy the Positive Head podcast, please be sure to follow us on iTunes by subscribing there, and also be sure to leave us a good review. In the podcast world, good reviews and subscribers on iTunes really are the holy grail. I mean, the more subscribers and good reviews you get, the more exposure you get. So if you love the show, or even just like it a little bit, <laughs> please subscribe, give us a good review on iTunes. I assure you the support will be very much appreciated, and I'm confident the good karma gods will rain blessings down upon thee for doing so. Also, today's episode is sponsored by Procabulary.org. Procabulary offers a brilliant new online language course that I just recently completed myself called Core Language Upgrade. The course material is designed to help you analyze the way you use your words and language to create your reality. I personally believe the words you choose to speak or write out is referred to as spelling for a very good reason. You're literally casting an energetic spell every time you open your mouth, which means it's of the utmost importance that you have a foundational understanding about the power or lack of power that the words you're choosing to use conjures up. I strongly believe language mastery is a highly important skill set that way too few people have taken it upon themselves to become educated on. And what Procabulary does is actually provides you with an incredibly easy to follow roadmap that only takes about 10 minutes a day spanned over 21 days to complete, which shows you how to go about changing your language patterns so that you can start getting better results in every aspect of your life. Now, as a Positive Head Podcast listener, if you decide to go to Procabulary.org and purchase the Core Language Upgrade course, you'll get 33% off if you use the promo code POSITIVEHEAD, all one word, on the checkout page. The retail price for Core Language Upgrade is normally $299, and I'd say it's really worth every penny of that, but it's especially worth it after your 33% Positive Head discount because it drops the price to $199. That's a crazy good deal that I had to do some serious convincing to get the guys at Procabulary to give to our listeners, so I really hope some of you will take advantage of it while it lasts. Also, if you need more convincing about the power of Procabulary, check out Positive Head Podcast number 20, where I actually interview Procabulary co-founder Mark England, and we discuss language mastery in great detail. All right, all you positive heads, on today's episode, I'm very excited to have Jerry Weiss-Corbley here with me on the show. Jerry is the founder of the popular online hub for all things good news related, goodnewsnetwork.org. Hello, Jerry. Welcome to the show. Hi, Brandon. Great to be here. Oh, so wonderful to have you. You know, I actually, when I came across your site, actually not too long ago, I, I came across the site because, as many of our listeners know, just in the recent weeks, we've started doing a, in addition to these weekly interviews with consciousness changemakers such as yourself, we started doing my, myself and my co-host Dalian daily shorter podcast where we feature a bit of good news. So I'm looking for what is a great 
resource for good news. And what do I find? Uh, your website. So instantly, of course, I had to reach out and say, Jerry, this is awesome. I love your site. I'd love to have you on and talk about all things good news. So here we are. And thank you so much for joining me. Great. Yes, I, I am a good source for good news. That's for sure. For 18 years. <laughs> <laughs> the good news woman. Speaking of, oh, eight, the site has been up 18 years now. That's a <laughs> long run. Yeah, there were not even any blogs when I started. Can you imagine? Wow. No, like, it's no. kind of like, I, I remember seeing not too long ago, it was um, actually a news talk show or something, um, and it might have been the early 90s, or, or I think it was like the early 90s, and it showed them cutting away from a, a take you know, to go to a commercial and, and the co-host says to the other person, now, what is this internet thing? <laughs> I saw that. And, I think I saw that too. Is it Katie Couric? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Isn't that, that the funniest so thing to think about? So about? Yeah. It, it makes you wonder a hundred years from now, you know, they're about to come out with virtual reality uh, systems here in the next couple of months. And me being the nerd that I am, I'm very excited about that. And, uh, you know, it's one of, it's, I think of the same kind of thing. Are we going to look back and say, can you remember when people weren't living these alternate lives and virtual reality (laughs) simulations, you know, (laughs) and the kids are going to make fun of us and (laughs) lots happened in a short period of time. Well, 17 years, we started at the beginning. I'd love to hear how you started down this path of uh, creating the good news network. Tell us a little about your history. Well, I used to be in the TV news business in Washington, D.C., so I was covering Capitol Hill and the White House, and uh, this was during the Reagan years, if you can believe it. Wow. Does that uh, count as good news? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he was a jokester, that's for sure. Yeah. But um, I wasn't in the business but for a month, and I thought we were chasing the the bad congressman and ab scam was going on and this and that. And I thought there should be a good news show, just a place where all the good news goes because I don't see any, you know, being covered. And right. that stuck with me. And um, 10 years later, I rounded up, I, I wrapped up my career and started a family. I started, uh, uh, got married, stayed, stayed at home, had some children and then the web came along. And this thing had uh-huh. been gnawing at me for years that that there should be good news. And I thought, oh, I can create my own website. And so Made I really, the barrier a lot easier, huh? Not having to start a whole television network. Yeah, with, especially uh, <laughs> uh, even a television show. It's so costly. I mean, there's so much, you know, go, to do. So I wasn't even thinking of that. Yeah, that, that was uh, out of my realm. So right. So then the website, I think, yeah, I can do this on my Mac in at home when the kids are asleep. And uh, so I did. I started it in 1997. Wow. And um, yeah, like I said, there weren't there weren't even any blogs or po- podcasts at the time, or maybe podcasting was just starting. But um, so I I taught myself HTML, bought an Adobe program, and put the darn thing on the web. And um, Good now, for you. you know, I just kept I kept evolving with the technology, and in uh, so for the last um, do the math quick nine years, I've been doing daily good news. Okay, on the web, yeah, at goodnewsnetwork.org. dot org. Yeah, well, that is so impressive, and what an inspiring story for people who are. Um, you know, wanting to start a website or start their own business. It's that can do attitude that really gets 
people, places. So many, I love featuring, you know, anyone who's a consciousness change maker, but particularly someone who's done something business related, I can relate to and appreciate because that's kind of been my path is like, I see something, I see a void somewhere and I want to jump all over it. And then, yeah, I don't know what the heck I'm doing half the time, but I have that, um, you know, motivation and optimism to do it. And I think that's, uh, it sounds very much like you. So that's, that's, I love hearing those sorts of stories. Yeah. And I, of course I had fear too. Um, and I had, my oldest was six at the time and I thought, well, you know, I've been, I kind of want to get him some spiritual training. So I looked up the unity churches in the area and I brought him to, to a church just so he could do, do the little, you know, the little Sunday school thing. Cause uh-huh. I really wasn't that interested in going well. He went to the Sunday school and then I went up to to listen to the adult, you know, lesson. And they started doing a lesson on Mary Manon Morrison's book. Um, oh gosh, I just drew a blank. No, it's Building Your Field of Dreams. And it okay. talked about how to get beyond the fear and everything. And I still hadn't uh, started the Good News Network. And oh, after the service was over, Jack said, I didn't like it much. I, I didn't yeah. like it. <laughs> And so he never went back, but I went back uh, for 10 more, uh, a series of 10 based on that book. And it talked, wow. it basically talked me into doing, you know, getting it started, doing that thing. One of the things in it is called, they, she uh, deems it divine discontent. And that's what I had about good news. It was like that sand in the oyster, you know, it just bugged you. And sure right. enough, yeah. And so that's all I really needed was those 10 lessons and, and um, I decided, yeah, I, I got to do this. What a great story. So if, if I heard the story correctly, you went really for your son or so you yes. thought, right? Yes. And yep. they had this particular series of lessons that was all about overcoming your fears and doing what you love. And, and you were hooked into that. And that is what pushed you off of the uh, ledge, so to speak, to take the plunge and, and follow your, your heart and your dream. Yes. And um, he never had to go back. I went alone from then on. (laughs) Wow. That's so great. It's such a, I love, I love those sorts of things because we talk a lot about stories of synchronicity and, you know, even positive paranormal events sometimes. And uh, so to me, it's like one of those, uh, one of those things where it was just set up for you. you. You're there for one, you think for one reason, you're really there, you know, for sure for another reason, because look at where it's led you, you know, mm-hmm. and that's, it's yeah. such a, uh, so exciting when those sorts of things, you know, kind of present themselves. It's almost like a, a fork in the road, like, no, here's what you need at this point in time. Take this information and, and run with it. So yeah, that's, all the lessons were so pertinent, so perfect for me. And I had, uh, three at the times, uh, six, um, well, the, yeah, six, four and two. And, um, for any moms out there, yeah, I found time. I did it early in the morning, late at night, and th- that was enough time to start it. Wow. Yeah. Very, very cool. Now, you're, you're editor-in-chief as well. Yeah. Uh, now, tell us a little bit about what that entails. Well, it's, it sure is a fancy title, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have another... I have another interesting story that of um, sort of s- some karma and some some uh, spiritual. Woo, woo, oh, woo. please! I'm uh, always I'll always be all ears for this, that. This is a great story because when I was in the news business, the very first, uh, well, I actually had an internship, and then uh, so I worked for free for three uh, months 
out of, straight out of college with uh, this gentleman named Charlie. Well, he mm-hmm. was the cameraman. And so I worked with him. And then um, during that time is when I thought of the Good News Network. I, you know, thought there should be good. And I told him there should be a good news show. And he said, quote, good news doesn't sell. And uh-huh. so I was so intimidated because I was such a, you know, newbie that I never brought it up again um, with colleagues in the business. Um, right. Because they do, they do tend to be cynical, those folks. But, um, but it turns out that I started working for them, you know, for pay and, and enjoyed immensely the news business for 10 years. I did camera work, editing, producing. And then um, he and I, we kept, uh, we were friends after that. And he came to some parties out here at our new house in, in Virginia, but lost touch. And I hadn't spoken to him for 10 years this year or last year. And then this serendipitous uh, thing came up where um, I got involved with this Foo Fighters documentary, Sonic Highways. I wasn't involved, oh, cool. but, it, but <laughs> somehow I, I, my husband uh, works at the, in public broadcasting. And so okay. I was invited to a Sonic Highways premiere, and there was a gentleman in the DC version of that documentary um, who, mm-hmm. did a, who used to do punk rock, Ian Mackay. And mm-hmm. this Charlie and I did a documentary about Ian. And so as I was at the premiere, invited there by my husband's uh, connection with the Foo Fighters, um, I saw Ian was in the back. So I go over. He's striking young man. And so I, well, he's old now. <laughs> I went over and said, <laughs> you remember us? We did a documentary about you, uh, about punk. So he said, oh, my God. And so, of course, it led to this large conversation. He called over Dave Grohl, and it was so, so fantastic. Well, I called Charlie up the next day, tell Mm -hmm. him um, we would like, you know, Ian would love to see the raw tapes. Do you have them? He says, yeah, I do, blah, blah, blah. So I I go to Charlie's house like a week or two later. And I'm, and I had told him on the phone about Good News Network and that uh, how I was doing. Uh, I said that I was um, anxious to grow the Good News Network just because of how much good it does in the world, and I just want to do more good. Um, yeah. How many people I get emailing me saying how how their lives have changed and how I make their day and all this. So I just want oh, to do wonderful. more of it. Yeah. So Charlie tells me I'm sitting in his kitchen, and he tells me. I would like to invest a quarter million dollars in the Good News Network. Wow. So he, I'm looking across the table, and this is the exact guy, the first person I ever mentioned the Good News Network to 30 years earlier. Isn't and he's that, the one. Is he the same one that told you, don't do it, no, Good yes, News doesn't sell? doesn't sell. Get out of here. Is. That <laughs> is a good story. Wow. Did he remember telling you Good News doesn't sell? I don't know. I can't remember what his response was. He probably chuckled. Did you wait until after you got the check till you laughed at him? (laughs) (laughs) So we did hooked up and he he did that for me um, early this year and I gave him a piece of the business. And so um, since uh, March, I've had uh, several employees working for me. That's how my um, that's how my title got raised to editor in chief ah. because I now have people working under me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to have someone <laughs> under you in order to be a chief, right? <laughs> there has to be some Indian. <laughs> oh, that's so good. 
Oh, yeah, that's really good. That's quite a quite a full circle moment. It reminds me of a picture. I, I, that is a great story. It reminds me of a picture I took a few many years ago when I started uh, one my company. I have a, a travel company called Resort Share that, that I founded, and uh, I go to Burning Man Festival where there's lots of festival. I mean, lots of costumes oh. and things like this. And so, right before I went uh, to Burning Man Festival, someone gifted me these. Uh, it's a big like. I, I guess it's uh, Indian inspired, you know, it's like a coon hat with bull horns on it. And I took a picture and posted online and this is year, going years and years ago. And it was like chief executive officer. So you made me <laughs> make me think back to my very odd picture of me sitting behind the desk at work in this big bullhorn <laughs> hat. <laughs> oh, so good. So did good. You, did so, you bring it to Burning Man? Oh, I did. I did bring it to Burning Man. But, you know, then in recent years, there's been a lot of talk about, you know, it being uh, racist or not appropriate to wear anything like because a lot of people would wear like the traditional uh, chief headdresses and things like that. And then it became sort of a hot topic in the last year or so uh, in the festival community. Like, uh, this is not appropriate. This is, you know, oh. and and I obviously don't want to tread there. So I haven't really <laughs> worn it since. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it, it makes me think of that. So uh, it brought back a funny mental image. <laughs> So as far as so the, the site goes, so obviously taking a little bit of a leg up with an investor uh, who doesn't believe in uh, good news yet now is invested in good news. I love I love the full circle of that beautiful story. Thank you so much for sharing. How do you generate the content for the site? I, I know people can submit stories, right? Yes. Is it and primarily people submitted or is it a combination of things? Like what's the, the kind of secret sauce to, to creating all this great content? Yeah. Well, one of the, one of the nicest things about having an 18 year run is you, is I have a lot of loyal followers and they, they send me links that they find around the world. So I'm constantly, I get emails every day from people with links in them. So that's, that's one so great. source. And then I also have people now, um, people can write blogs on my site now. And so I'm about to post one tomorrow that's um, from a gamer um, who, who went to this tournament and he had a wonderful experience with this other gamer. And um, so I'm going to post that tomorrow. So we have a section called Your Blogs. But uh, most people just uh, submit links. And, um, and I, I think of it, I always say that I've been in this business so long that I am a magnet for good news. You know, it's so it's cool. law of attraction. I mean, it you know, is. It I, is. It is. What a great point. Yeah, I've been focusing <laughs> focusing on it so long that it seems like I uh, both both know where to look and it comes to me. So, um, and some of the best stories in this last year, some of the most popular stories. Um, were submitted by either loyal viewers or people who were looking to get their story out and just found us and sent it. So we have original content coming in that way. Oh, wonderful. Well, speaking of uh, some of the best stories, do you have uh, some favorites? I know you have various categories, you know, a, a broad array of categories on the site from science to earth to spirituality to, you know, heroes to health. Is Are there any that stick out as, you know, favorite over the last year or in general that you would like to share? Yeah, I, ha- I had one that um, that was super special. And in fact, we we became well known in the Philippines after this story broke, and this was last November. Um, somebody just 
you know, they regularly get the newsletter for their favorite charity called Samaritan's Purse. Um, and they sent me this story that was in their newsletter, this charity's newsletter. So I contacted the charity and said, could I use these photos and could I write my own story? And they said, sure. And it was such a hit. It, I think the title was something like um, Filipino Girl Gets, gets Christmas Shoebox um, and then 20 years later marries the boy, the Idaho boy who sent it. Oh, wow. Yeah, so there was this young Filipino girl. She gets the gift, the, the shoebox gift at Christmas with lots of little goodies in it and some Christian um, literature and stuff. And she became very devout, and um, and she never forgot. And all she knew was his first name and that he was in Idaho. Uh-huh. And um, so the story goes, in fact, <laughs> Facebook even contacted me after this story went so viral and asking me about it So because they wanted to do a story because Facebook was how she found him. And after she oh, did wow. find yeah, she, she, I guess she was maybe 19 or 20 or something and found the boy, the grown boy who had sent her the box. And they started, they, they, she found him on Facebook and they started messaging each other and and then eventually he came to the Philippines to visit her. And then they got, wow. they got married and they now live in, or, um, live in uh, Idaho. I, I love uh, these stories of, you have all these stories up your sleeve of, of like contact that then comes back around later in some profound way. Like you are the good news lady. <laughs> <laughs> that. I love that sort of thing. I mean, it, it's yeah. like when you think, what are the chances of this? And he was a he was a little boy at the time, is in Idaho. Yeah, I'm sure his I'm sure his mother got him involved or something like right. that. Yes, he was. They're very close in age. Right, right. So you know, here this random uh, pool of potential children in need. Uh, you yeah. know, there's no shortage of those out there in these sorts of networks. And yeah. this boy gets paired with this girl and. It, you know, it's one of those things. It's like now the course of their life is tied forever. And it was tied from so early on. It just, it's such a testament to the concept of, you know, when you're, when souls are meant to come together, in my opinion, it finds yeah. a way and, and it can find a way in such miraculous, magical ways sometimes. And it just, it's so heartwarming. And this is the cool part is once they got together and then they decided to get married, okay, at uh-huh. their wedding, Every all the guests were invited to bring shoe boxes for children in this program, and they wow. literally traveled to I think it's the Carolinas where this charity is, and they brought all these boxes but in, in person to this charity for them to send off. <laughs> wow! What what a great story! Yeah. Well, that's a that's a tough one to beat. Do you, is there any others that you can think of in the last, you know, uh, short period of time, or or well, it doesn't necessarily have to be recent. But any others that jump out to you? Well, um, another one that was quite popular, but I like this also because this um, business owner reached out to me. He he's the owner of of um, college hunks. No, it's. Hauling, hunks, hauling. I can't remember, but it, it's uh, hunks uh, hauling it's, junk. I've seen this. Yes, yes, hunks hauling junk. Yes, and yeah. so the owner of the company reached out to me 
obviously looked me yeah, up. Yeah, they reached something. out to me too. They've been begging me forever. Please, will you come haul junk? You know, you're just, we want to put you on a billboard. And I'm just like, no, no, I'm what? a humble man. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Hunks call it. They're not contacting me. It's just oh, to pretend. <laughs> Just a dream. Hey, the owner, he had a photo of this little ins- this little uh, kind gest- gesture that one of his college uh, movers, haulers, did. And it was a picture. Uh-huh. Uh, they were in the elevator going up to move um, the contents of an apartment. And the elevator stopped and got stuck. And so they were uh-huh. in there, uh, two, two of the uh, college haulers, and then this really old lady. And she had uh-huh. a walker. And she would, she couldn't stand anymore. She was just getting so bad. And so, so the, the one gentleman um, offered to, and he, he, he made himself a human bench and she sat down on him and the other guy took a picture and the photo was so beautiful. (laughs) It's this old lady sitting on this uh, young man who is all on his four, uh, you know, on all fours, making a bench for her. Uh And uh, that became a very popular story. And then later on, the business owner, uh, you know, taking advantage of the publicity and what have you, um, gave a, a big award to to the employee saying, you know, this he's he epitomizes the kindness and the lo- and the gentlemanliness of our of our movers. And they also then um, had her at the ceremony and they gave her a big walker with a big seat on it. That's so um, great. <laughs> <laughs> a brand new device. So she'll never get to that position again. If you ever get stuck in an elevator, you've got a seat. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, I these are great stories. I could ask stories forever. Any others that you want to share or should are you cutting me off? Well, one one that I that I really liked again, it went it went sort of viral it was last uh, February, but this was Earth. I I love the in, endangered species stories, you know, with oh, if, yeah. uh, if there's a species that makes a big comeback, I'm just so into it, right? And and these are uh in the Galapagos, the tortoises were having a hard time because um, invasive animals that were introduced to the island that were not native uh, from boats from Europe and such uh, 150, 200 years ago, the rats took over this island. Mm-hmm. And um, through cons- through a real concerted effort on conservationists, beha- uh, um, on behalf of the tortoises by conservationists, they got rid of the rats. It was a real project. And um, so for the first time this year, for the first time in over a hundred years, um, baby turtles could survive on the island because there were no rats. Uh-huh. The only way they were keeping the species alive was um, a captive breeding program because there were wow. they couldn't stay alive on the island. So mm-hmm. now the uh, species is now um, naturally um, producing and um, creating itself. Yeah. So that's it. And it's one of the reasons that I think that people loved it is it's a picture of this man holding this tiny, teeny, weeny little tortoise with his head inside and his hands inside and everything. It was just the shell. And oh, there wow. he is. Yeah. So that's yeah, another one. Those, those are very, uh, encouraging stories as well i just saw one today randomly and i pulled it up here while you were talking uh and it's scientists just made a discovery on a tiny island that shocks zoologists everywhere is what it says and um it's a it's a place near australia balls pyramid and it's a stick bug and this thing is huge it's uh they call it a tree lobster but i guess they thought it was 
uh, long extinct or something like this. And they found these um, stick bugs and there was two left and now they've bred them and there's, you know, thousands of them or, you know, they've, they, they were down to the last couple and they thought they were long gone. And this thing is like, if you look it up, uh, it's just like the size of a, of a guy, the guy holding it in his hand, it's almost like taking up his whole hand, a bug. It's yes. huge. I, I but, did that story. <laughs> oh, you did? Yes, you I know, did. You know, it just, it's funny. I just uh, came across my, my feed or something today. So as soon as you started talking about it, I'm like, oh, I got to pull this up. I'll, I'll mention this. So Yes, uh, I, know the exa- I know the exact photo. It, it is amazing. Uh, that was probably, I, I probably did that either maybe about six months ago. Ah, well, so yeah, they're, that they're you would have known probably. it. I should have known you got to the good news before I did. <laughs> yeah. So do you think more people are starting to turn, uh, you know, to tune out of traditional news and tune into alternate news outlets? I mean, for example, your your investor is a great example. Here's someone who didn't really believe it was something that had legs, you know, 30 years ago and now is investing in it. I mean, is this something do you think there's a trend towards this sort of thing? Well, one trend I know is happening is more media people, m- more media outlets, pro- you know, professional media outlets are featuring good news because they now realize that they sh- they are a lot they are shared a lot more on social media than a lot of other stories. Yeah. They they realize that people are sharing the good news, they're not sharing all this nasty, you know, they're certainly usually not sharing murders and stuff like that. Um, there were several studies done. One um, looked at the New York Times, um, the share rates of what types of stories were being shared the most in New York Times. The number one type was um, awe-inspiring science stories. Right. So we try, we try to do those as much as possible, knowing that. Uh, but another one was um, positive kind kindness, you know, good news like that. A positive news, yeah. yeah. So I think, you know, in fact, in the last few months, uh, maybe last two months uh, or one month, major, major broadcasters, CBS and um, Gannett, both are pitching me videos on a daily basis. Here, look what we've done. Look what we've done. Look what we've done. Share it, share it, share it. (laughs) Oh, wow. That's funny. Because they know it's so shareable. And so they're reaching out to the influencers in the world on that topic, which is me. And and they want me to share their video, which is smart. Very, very cool. What a that's that's encouraging. I mean, even if like in their case, it's maybe they could care less about whether it's good news or bad news. They just want uh, eyes. You know, it's kind of like the saying: every time you go to the supermarket, you're voting for what kind of food you're going to see there. Um, It's it's the same sort of concept. The more positive Mm -hmm. people are responding to the positive stuff the more positive stuff that's going to be put out there and like everything you know everything has vibration and energy attached to it and if you're that's why i don't watch you know as as a father myself i was always 
fairly, you know, open-minded, uh, liberal father, at least compared to my, uh, how my parents were, which were, you know, my mother, very conservative and everything. And, but the one thing I was such a stickler on is I would not allow my son to watch, uh, scary or dark or negative programming because it really has an effect. I know for me, I used to sneak watching scary things as a kid and it really like traumatized my, the movie Poltergeist traumatized my childhood uh, you know and so that's the one thing I've always been a stickler on is being very careful even now you know watching uh, some of like any of these horror movies and things I just I can't get into it for from that reason it's like I just feel not good afterwards you know and you're 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 ingesting the energy that's attached to whatever it is so uh, you know I'm a firm uh, believer in the concept of if you don't you know where attention goes energy flows so if you don't want something if you want to see less of something in your life give it no energy and uh and it that, that it gets to be a slippery slope and it's something i've talked about before it's a fine line because we don't want to turn a blind eye to bad things that are happening and you we yes. need at least enough yes. attention to change them but yes. what happens is people start drumming up you know they're they're just focused on it and, and so many people is like look at this look at this atrocity and give it so much attention and so much of their energy instead of you know going with the idea of being for something and against nothing you know don't give it all that energy because when you give it energy you're literally giving it more life um uh, more of your life force so i think that's a it's an important important thing for people to realize beyond just the surface level of what's going on yeah and it was interesting recently with that oregon shooting did you see the headlines um uh, one media outlet said um and it might not have been a media outlet, might have been more of a blog type post, but it went, it was very popular where they said, this is the hero who stopped the shooter and we're going to, we're not going to put on the shooter's name on our air. We're going to focus on the hero's name and we're not even going to, we're going to say the alleged shooter or the shooter and not even give oh, his yeah. name because to keep, you know, to keep the focus on the the hero of the yeah, story. Yeah, I heard, I heard that. I did hear something. Isn't that and interesting? Then other people released the name, I believe, right? But the sure. original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That And that is, I love to see people thinking in that direction. It's, it's so encouraging in a world where you can hear so much about doom and gloom, you know, to see people that are getting it, that are really getting it and yeah. uh, doing their best to uh, put the best things forward, you know? Yeah, I always thought that, you know, I... It's funny when when you see news good news all the time certain good news becomes boring to you which is yeah. kind of odd but you know mm-hmm. so some people will submit a story that's so common someone is saved um in a fire by a neighbor who sees the smoke and comes over and rescues them I you wouldn't believe how often that happens in a day Really It really is common yeah So but it but it is interesting um I love even though it's repetitive, I love showing, sharing the news about um, someone finding a bag of cash and returning it. Because oh, yeah. I always thought that the more you hear those stories, if it happens to you, you're more likely to return it because yeah. you've heard that story a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah, so that I, makes total I, sense. I love, especially if it's a, a youth, a person a, who's a, a young person or a, a cab driver who's a Muslim or something where, you know, it helps to break the stereotype of someone who you wouldn't, yeah. you know, who you might not think of. 
return it. Yeah, yeah right, right, right. It reminds me of a story that I just recounted a, a few episodes ago on the podcast where I realized after several months of rent at one point, my uh, landlord w- was not it was on auto pay and they weren't uh, getting, you know, getting rent. And they were oblivious to the fact because I, had you know, lived in the place for years. And um, <laughs> I remember at the time thinking, oh, I could very easily get away with having not paid rent for several months and probably even moving forward. Um, but certainly if I picked up paying rent again, like nothing was wrong, you know, nothing would ever be missed. Of course, that's not something that I consider doing. But when I went to them, I told them, I said, hey, I just wanted to point out to you that uh, I've missed rent. Uh, if something happened, you know, as far as the auto pay and uh, I want to I want to make sure you get paid. Here it is, you know, and uh, they, of course, were like, wow, there is good people in the world. And I, it's 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 one of those things where once you I think more and more people are understanding that, too, that uh, you're never getting away with anything like you may think that y- you're you're getting an opportunity to get one up or or, you know, you find cash that and you know who the owner is. It's one thing if you find a dollar on the street and there's no one around. But if you know who it is or to find a wallet with the person's information, the best thing you can do for your own financial uh, benefit, in my opinion, is to find that person and give it back to them. <laughs> because you've now sending a message to the universe. This is I am a person who does the right thing. And abundance is not a concern, certainly not so much of a concern that I would ever need to take it from another. I know that I'll get everything that i need the right way and it sends a certain message that then i believe is you know reflected back in your reality so um yeah i I love to hear more and more stuff like that um well what is uh what is the future what's in the future i mean new investor and new now the chief has uh indians Uh, what is what's in the future for the good news network well there's there's some great news this month. In fact, last week we launched our very first app. So now the Good News Network is on an iPhone app. Oh, and, wow. Yes, that's so great. I mean, I've so for years I've wanted to give people an app, a free app. And you now have it on Android and uh, so it's on iTunes and Google Play. Um, wow, cool. The News Network app. And it's um, it's funny because I downloaded the app on my iPhone. And when I'm on a computer, like a laptop or a, a desktop, and I have I hit the button publish um, mm-hmm. to publish a story on my website, I immediately hear, hear a notification sound come, come from the app. I mean, it gets wow. there like in a half a second. <laughs> so, How cool. How And has that been something that you've been developing for uh, a long period of time? How, you know, I know no, you said I, you've, you've wanted it for a while. How long did it take to actually put together and get out there? Thanks for asking. Yeah. Um, so I, I've heard so many different things about how much an app costs to make. Some people mm-hmm. are always telling me, were, were always telling me it wasn't going to cost that much. And then there were some that saying, oh, it going to be at Cost least $10,000 and, and this. Yeah. So I never knew really, you know, well, I, I kind of think, well, it's going to be higher than what those people are saying. So, uh, but I never did anything about it. And then yeah. this person um, emails me out of the blue um, two months ago. Uh-huh. And he's, he says, we, we have a plugin for Word, WordPress, which, which uh-huh. I moved my website uh, to Word, WordPress uh, last year. Yeah. And he said, we have a, we have a plugin that 
can make an app and and it will cost you this much. And it was a very low amount for both apps. That's wonderful. Uh, yeah, it uses the feed, the WordPress feeds, and it goes right into the app. And they're native. They're that means they're very fast and intuitive. And uh, they also have all the intuitive share. I mean, the um, native share buttons. So if you wanted to share any of the stories, you're just clicking. You click share and you're going to open either your Twitter or your Facebook app and do it right there. So, wow. Very clean. That's, yeah, that's wonderful. I, I can't, I look forward to downloading after we're done recording. Oh, I, hope so. <laughs> I hope so. And if anyone out there, if anyone out there does get the Good News Network app and they enjoy it, please leave a review because since we're so new, you know, it's calling. Yeah to get your way up we've got a lot of uh, good reviews on android i don't think there's any on iphone yet because it just came out last week oh wow well i'll i'll have to get over <laughs> there because i have an iphone and uh give a good review oh, it'd be because great. i know all about that with the podcast you know itunes is a very big hub for the biggest hub for podcasting yeah. so uh my listeners know i'm constantly saying please go over give us a star rating and review on itunes because it helps with your ranking rankings and for you to you know obviously be uh, get more visibility among you know other things well i will definitely check that out because i like to listen to podcasts in the gym while i'm work while i'm lifting weights so i'll definitely get get on your uh, feed and um and check it out I appreciate that. Yeah, you have no choice. You're a guest. No, No, I'm kidding. I appreciate that very much. That's very nice of you. Now, um, a big topic on on this podcast is always spiritual matters. Uh, oftentimes, and you know, I'm uh, I always talk about what I call the ultimate nature of reality. What is Jerry? Uh, what is Jerry's thoughts on the ultimate nature of reality? Mm, that that exact oh wow the ultimate yeah well you know and and that sounds very intimidating what is going on here what are we all doing here i know you're sharing lots of good news but what's behind it all do you know what is your kind of spiritual spiritual belief system well i guess i guess that's pretty easy to answer because that's what i tell myself every time i if, if i go to meditate you know i start off with a kind of an affirmation of what i believe so it's yeah. It's, I guess that's pretty easy to answer. But guess what I yeah, believe? Yeah, it sounds intimidating when I put it. What <laughs> yes. is the ultimate nature of reality? So okay, what what is your spiritual <laughs> belief system? <laughs> <laughs> sure does. Well, you know, it's interesting. Uh, when I first got into spirituality in the eighties, um, uh, it was through Shirley MacLaine's um, book Out on a Limb and the, okay. I think the television show or something like that. So that got me into quote metaphysics. And mm-hmm. so it, it so happens, I, I used to live in Georgetown, and I used to drive past this church that always had this little sign that said Metaphysical Bookstore. And it always, mm-hmm. like, drew, you know, wanted to drive me in. Sure enough, one time I went in there, and there was this wonderful Jamaican lady in there, and we started talking, and sure enough, I started going to this Divine Science Church. That's what they were, their New Thought Church. So I go there, and this this is kind of a derivative of a prayer that they used to say every Sunday or an affirmation. And one time I came to him and, you know, I took some classes there and became um, consecrated in the divine science faith. And so he tells me that I said, you know, I kind of, I've grown up Catholic and I said, I Mm kind of have a problem with whenever I hear the word Lord and, 
Mm-hmm. God, it, it, this brings me back to like unpleasant times in my this youth. Worship yeah. kind of mentality. Yes. Uh, well, all the negative guilt stuff that's in the Catholic Church at the time that, that I picked up on heavily. But he said to me, his name was Al Salazar, and he moved to Texas um, in the 90s. And I haven't talked to him, but he was, he was a wonderful reverend. And he said, whenever you hear the word God, just substitute good. Yeah, and if you, you hear the word Lord, substitute the word law. The law huh. of good. Huh. The law of good. Yes, yes. I like that. That's good. I've never heard yes. that. So people who have a you know haunting sort of religious back background that they so they can't get over it. This is this really helped me. So I really think of it as. Um, as a oneness and that the that it's you know as well as like Martin Luther King says you know something bends toward justice you know the arc of history bends toward justice I always think of it as um, this oneness it, it always is for good no matter what you see right. at the moment it really right. is all and you know hey none of it made sense until I started um, considering reincarnation and when you do yep. if you do consider that then that really kind of makes it all come together. And it does. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I, so, I, I agree. So because some souls are, are um, willing to go through certain things in this life to, to help you to realize certain things, you know, like they'll take the pain. And yeah. so you can realize, you know, that's just beautiful. It is. It, it is absolutely beautiful. It is. Yeah. So, so every morning, you know, so, so I kind of say, um, God or good. God is all. Good is all. Um, both invisible and visible. Um, one presence, one mind, one power is all. Um, this one that is all, this oneness that is all is perfect life, perfect love, divine order, and perfect abundance. So, Oh, that's so beautiful. Did you <laughs> write that or is that something from something else? It's, it's, um, it's my take on that um, thing we, they used to, the... Um, prayer they used to re- repeat on Sundays at divine in divine science church. I kind of, uh, took, took a liberties with it. And so it fit uh-huh. me better. Yeah. 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 Cause I very beautiful. To, thank you. I have to, I always have to affirm the abundance part and the affirm the divine order that helps me, helps me to realize, okay, I'm not going through, um, this, trouble the stress in my day for nothing this is not just this is divine order this is what i'm supposed to be going through to help me grow to help me and to to and it's just uh it's just a stepping stone on my way the way to the next good so yeah that's so right. comforting yeah it helps me oh it does it's it makes all the difference in the world in your day when you're you mm-hmm. know i've heard it said a master is someone who embraces whatever shows up because they understand a higher version of themselves their higher self has placed it there uh and so you're always getting what you need to le- lead to the greatest and next greatest and grandest version of yourself and when you approach your life from that perspective of it's all one everyone is getting what they need at all times even the things we don't understand that appear to be negative and dark and there's so much of that sort of thing in the world but when yeah when you take it in the co- context of eternity and as you said reincarnation which there's 
so much evidence for. You're not hearing yeah. about it in the propaganda news machine that is Western society. But if you dig and you want to go look for it, it's, you know, thank goodness for the internet and things like that. There's so much evidence of that sort of thing. And I've talked about it quite a bit. And when you understand that it's all one and all connected and what you're putting out energetically must be balanced at some point, then it starts to make sense. And, and when you're in the, in the grand scheme of eternity, I mean, we say that word loosely, but think about eternity, you know, never ending existence. Um, God, good source, love, whatever you want to call it, it wants to, it experiences all things. You can't know the sweet without the sour. And so, right. it, you know, we, that's where these negative experiences come from. They're actually good in disguise. You know, it's a part of the one experiencing, uh, you know, the opposite of, of its its truest, highest self, which is love. But, you know, be love for eternity and it probably gets pretty boring. And so let's have a little taste yeah. of that which we're not so that we can appreciate that which we are again. And that's, you know, exactly what sounds like your your thoughts and, and beliefs on the ultimate nature of reality are very much in line with, with my own and, and probably a lot of the listeners. Yeah, good. Yeah, I think that Again, the conflict or the discontent drives you to better yourself, to better the world, or mm-hmm. to or to collapse in a puddle of tears and you know decide to do that. Whatever you, whatever you yeah, exactly, you can look at it as the glass is half empty or the glass is half full. And if you're looking at is at it, whatever's coming my way, I'm always getting what I need. And how do I learn from what this experience is and believe and understand and know that it's somehow a reflection of energy that I've offered at some point in my near past or far past. So I must, uh, you know, uh, assimilate whatever's coming my way and learn from it and grow from it. And that's when you start turning the lumps of coals that come your way into diamonds in my experience. And, and, you know, that perspective shift is a big one. Instead of for me, I'm a victim. Things are happening to me. You know, I love the saying life is happening for you, not to you. And when you can start to understand that, then you start looking at what, okay, why is this happening for me? What is it in it for me? And then it's just a totally different path that it leads you down. Um, But yeah, so thank you for for sharing that. That's that's a question that, and I know it's a bit of a heavy one, but it's one that I love to pry into my guests' uh, minds and see. You know, and I just, as a disclaimer, I only feel that way in the morning. Then I get into the stress of the day and I get sucked in. So (laughs) it's very difficult. It's difficult to keep it. it all day long. That's the test. Is it's one thing to know it conceptually, and it's another to apply it uh, daily. And as you know, a dear uh, old friend of mine uh, says, and I've quoted her many times on it. It's a daily conscious effort, and uh, you know it really is because the first step is understanding this stuff conceptually. Then it gets to the the much more trying part, which is living yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, but you get better and better at it. Yeah, and if we can lift each other up with just a little bit of of encouragement during the day when, when we forget, you know, we're obviously forgetting in the middle of the day when things are tough, but yeah, let's, let's uh, encourage people with a smile or, or, uh, or just, yeah, a quick reminder. So yeah, anyone who wants to remind me during the day, <laughs> send it along. <laughs> yes, we definitely know of a good place for that. Um, with uh, the good news network. And <laughs> now is there, in your opinion, do you believe that there is someone who's had your finger on the pulse of, you know, the news for so long and, and so forth? You've really a great person asked. Do you believe there is a spiritual revolution happening of sorts? A lot of people are talking about there being a great, you know, shift and awakening and comprehension explosion happening in regards to, 
you know, the ultimate nature of reality and us, the oneness of things. Uh, what is your thoughts on that over the year, 20 year, you know, or 30 year view of the news and what's happening out there? Well, I see in, in humankind, I'm sure I see an evolution, but it's, it's very slow. It's glacial pace, but you can see it. Um, you can see with the, with the uh, books that come out and the movies that come yeah. out, people, people being, and I mean, I was, one of the things I put up on the website a month ago was this, the Wayne Dyer obituary. Right. And so many people clicked on that to, to watch, um, to, to read, to watch. I mean, so there, he had a huge following and, and though there were, there have been new thought teachers for a hundred and, 20 years at least and then of course going back of course all the way to to buddha and, and all the rest um right i i think there's 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 evolution happening but it's quite slow i mean you you're still you still have um traditionalists who want to cling to tradition cling to their um their path you know the, how it was in the 50s or right or just they don't like the change and, and so i think that even you know, some people, yeah, I don't think they're dying off. I think they're still being born traditionalists. Yeah. It's, it's moving slow, but yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously there is. The, the secret, things like that that come out. I have a, I have a, a movie that's more in the realm of reality, you know, with medicine, but there's a, I'm going to be featuring a film, um, Sacred Science. It's about... Mm -hmm. Herbs in the herbs in the uh, Am yeah. Amazon. Have you seen that? You need, uh, actually, uh, so what a great synchronicity! Um, <laughs> if you go back into my podcast archives, I interviewed Nick Polizzi, oh, the director of Sacred director. Science. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, and know about it. I love it. It's oh. uh, such a great, such a great uh, perspective. To you know, I love how there's this expansion and understanding of you know, uh, obviously the the um, medical you know pharmaceutical industry and so forth in our western society is all about making money <laughs> and not really we if people everyone's well then uh who's gonna pay for all these drugs so i love yeah, yeah the sacred science is so great and it's showing what's possible right and i i just think that that sort of goes hand in hand with with this the wellness the, the approaching health in a, an alternative wellness way is almost like what's happening in the spiritual realm with with new thought. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's yeah. just becoming more natural, more uh, attuned to frequencies, energies. And yeah. I love it. Yeah, I think it's. Yeah. I think it's. We're making headway. It's slow, but that's the way. Two the steps forward, one step back. Right. <laughs> yes, we definitely a pendulum. I mean, you know, some people say, "Oh, what happened in this election or this election or whatever." I was like. It's a pendulum. You just yeah. have to go back and forth. <laughs> yep. Yep. Start with yourself and, and go out from there. And, and yeah. the one thing we can deal with is ourselves. And so that's the most important uh, priority for each and every one of us anyway. Yeah. 
so, yeah, I mean, other than that, there's one other thing that I wanted to bring up and that you talked about briefly before we uh, started recording. And that is uh, with the changes on the site that you guys are actually looking for a suitable corporate sponsor, someone who will be like the sole, sole advertiser on the site in 2016 is what something you're calling in to manifest. And um, so I just wanted to put that out there as well. Um, do, anything that you want to add to that as far as, you know, the type of organization that you um, are hoping to attract? Yes. Well, we like to, we earn our ads through, or we earn our revenue, I should say, through ads in a very humanistic way. They're not, they're not auto-playing. They're not annoying. They don't jump out at you. <laughs> and so yeah. it's a very, it's a very calming website to go to. And so we're looking for a partner that wants to put their dis- their display ads, just their um, ads that are quietly um, promoting their themselves as a, a they're a good company. They're <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, the corporate responsibility is is one of yeah. our tags. I mean, we love we love writing about corporate responsibility and businesses that are doing good because. This is one of the these are this is one of the areas that gets a really bad rap, which, which is uh, corporations, uh, as you mentioned, yeah. pharma. Well, there's a mm-hmm. you know there was an interesting pharmaceutical story a couple of days ago, which was the you know the notorious seven hundred fifty dollar pill where that guy jacked up the price oh, for that yeah. company. Well, mm-hmm. who who saved the day? But another pharmaceutical company. They came yeah. in and decided to make a drug for a dollar a pill. Uh, yeah. a direct competition. So, you know, I don't like when people lump all businesses together. So we, we have a whole business section about, about good corporate uh, citizens. That's and good. Yeah. And we're looking for one to take all the ads on our site, you know, 4 million um, impressions every week. And um, wow, that's and, great. And put their, put their ads there into yeah, 2016 so we don't have a variety of, of ads that are that might be causing problems because companies actually try to sneak through auto playing ads so i'm constantly having to police the ads that are from this network on my site so oh, wow. we're really looking forward to getting a sponsor who who um it could be anything it could be an you know, ethical I, sponsor I just, yeah an ethical right a progressive ethical uh, beautiful sponsor. I mean, have you ever seen the Liberty Mutual ads on TV? Where mm, they're, I, where I they're, don't. I may have, but if I have it, it's not something that I'm recalling. They're so. those pay it forward ones where someone sees a person pick up something, then they do something good, then that person does something good. It's just an right. insurance company where they have these amazing ads. Um, cool. Yeah. So I mean, they come to mind. Uh, you know, Whole Foods, a Subaru. I, I have a lot of nice com- companies that I really love. Um, so yeah, if anyone out there knows a company or is interested in, um, bringing their company, we're looking for a a partner in 2016. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, maybe, uh, this will reach the right ears and, uh, you'll track that in. So, well, this has been, uh, Jerry, this has been such a wonderful, uh, conversation to have with you. Thank you so much for everything that you do. Uh, the world needs more people like you. And I have no doubt that the abundance will continue, uh, to flow in your direction. And, uh, you know, your, your site will become more and more prosperous. Uh, everyone be sure and check out the good news network or I'm sorry, the word the is not there. Good news network dot org so goodnewsnetwork.org and before i let you go 
I would like to ask you one last question, my little bit of a hot seat question. In 60 seconds or less, what is the meaning of life in order in, in <laughs> according to Jerry? Ooh. Okay. Well, the meaning of life is love and happiness and joy. It's it's finding your passion. Um we we brought up our kids to follow their passions and whatever whatever whim they had, they they could do it. And you know, in fact, I once didn't want my young son to be watching certain television shows, but then I asked myself, no, wait a minute. I keep telling him he's going to be a great writer someday. Mm-hmm. Then maybe as a writer, he should be watching these television shows and getting all the different um, angles, um, humor and, and things. The Simpsons is what we were talking about, actually. At the time. Right, right. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> so, so I realized that, yeah, I think I, I will... And you know what? Part of that is letting go, letting people have the freedom to um, to find their pa- to pursue their passions, um, whether it be Burning Man, taking off their clothes at Burning Man, or whatever. If if you know if, if it's if it's in their joy realm, uh, if it's in their joy realm, we need to we need to um, tone down our our um, our should judgment. And- our shids and our judgment. Yeah. Right. I think, you know, the meaning of life is, is pursuit is the pursuit of happiness. Thomas Jefferson, my favorite president had it right. Wonderful. <laughs> very, very well said. Thank you so much, Sherry, for joining me once again. And uh, we'll have to maybe circle back around in a year or so and see what's going on with uh, the good news network. And uh, I will continue to use uh, the good news network as a source for good news uh, on some of our daily podcasts. So thank you for making my life easier and making the world a better place. Uh Oh, my pleasure. And I look forward to I'm serious. I I don't want to listen to my son's podcast anymore. I want to listen to yours in the gym. (laughs) (laughs) You can listen to both. (laughs) We're on Facebook and Twitter, too, and we have a great Facebook community where uh, a lot of people really appreciate our our positive only attitude. So take care, Brandon. It was great fun. Yeah, likewise, likewise. Well, everyone, that concludes our episode. As for all of you out there listening, remember to subscribe to the Positive Head podcast on iTunes and give us a good review while you're at it. Otherwise, until next time, remember, as long as you ain't dead, you're already positive ahead. Be well, everyone.